welcome to I Have a History Question. This is the program where you get those nagging queries about local history finally answered. Now here's Paul, your questioner, with historian Sonia Nizami. Hi, Sonia. Hi, Paul. Hope you're doing well. I am. How are you? Great. Boy, we got a question for you this week. It is something that I want to know about, and it is pulled straight out of our sad present. Right. And um, I don't know. Let's get, can get right to the question. Yeah, go for it. Here we go. What was the first vaccine, and how did it wipe out smallpox? Sure. Um, I asked that question because there's so much debate about should you get the vaccine, and it's stupid. You should get the vaccine. Yeah, and I I just want to say this. um, I am not a physician. Okay. I do work in a pharmacy. I am not a pharmacist. Um, So I I just wanted to kind of, you know, throw that out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, I absolutely do believe you should get your vaccines. Um, there's a lot of misinformation out there. Um, you know, try to find some reputable sources before you make any snap decisions. Um, and no, nobody's tracking you through the vaccines. I just want to say that too. Um, you know, if you want to be afraid of anybody tracking anything, I mean, got your phone on you all the time. Come on. All right. With that being said, um, so smallpox inoculations Mm -hmm. and we will say inoculations um, may have occurred as early as 200 BC oh wow yes wow yeah so um, there there are different types of you know we're we're using the term vaccination broadly there's inoculation variolation and vaccination um inoculations are like the introduction of infectious matter or an infectious agent through an a like a like a mucous membrane um you know like okay yeah yes okay everybody loves the term the word mucus whatever (laughs) but i've got it in my sciences all the time anyway Uh um and that is in the hope that it will create some form of immunity. The idea is that just like a reg- just like the whole idea is that your body gets a little bit of it and somehow create, it creates, and creates an, its own immunity to it. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, variolation is specific to smallpox, and it refers okay. to the variola virus. Variola major and variola minor. That is specifically the smallpox virus. Okay. Um, and so that has a really lovely and thoroughly disgusting history to it. But yeah. it was actually pretty effective. Uh, so variolation, uh, you know, there are even records back from the 1600s of uh, Chinese emperors and um, I think a lot of it started there, vari- uh, variolation, where, and I'm sorry, this is just a little bit hard, they would take smallpox scabs, okay, crush them up, and blow them into 
people's noses. Okay. And it was actually pretty effective. It was a pretty effective. Um, and, and I think I wrote down, yeah, the death rate from variolation was about 2 to 3%. Hmm. Especially when you consider that the death rate from smallpox was so high. When did they start doing that? was really about you know the 15 1600s that's amazing yeah where they started doing that specifically um and then in 1796 edward jenner started working with cowpox okay um and you know worked with creating that first vaccine um for smallpox which would they used a, the cowpox virus to do that mm-hmm. to create a resistance to smallpox, smallpox because it's a very, very, very closely related. Okay. So smallpox has been, a, I mean, there's all kinds of viruses and, and uh, poxes that have really uh, um, hurt mankind throughout mm-hmm. the time. But smallpox was something that, through this and other ways, they figured out basically to get rid of it, right? Yeah. I know there's probably some still in the world, right? But uh, actually, I want to say okay, yeah. Uh, the last naturally occurring case of smallpox took took place in 1977, wow. and the WHO certified it eradicated globally in 1980. So, what? How did they get people to take it? Well, I mean, there was a series. I mean, it was education Mm -hmm. throughout time. And I think that that's what it all comes down to when you're talking about vaccines, especially new vaccines or techniques. You have to have an education campaign. It is scary when things are new. But, you know, the Continental Army was actually required to be... And it was very related at the time mm-hmm. against smallpox because the British were. Ah. And so we were losing forces due to smallpox, but the British didn't have to deal with that because they were protected. The, the famous story of the George Washington Valley Forge, they were there cold, no resources, and many of them were dying of smallpox. Mm-hmm. And he said, you guys have to have this smallpox vaccine, right? Right. I, yeah. And now, was there a lot of people at that time saying you're you're a tyrant? You're taking over my liberty. Um, to him. Well, what do you think? No, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> okay. Probably right. not. Like, yeah. Um, Have they called George Washington a communist on Fox <laughs> News lately? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they have. Not that Not I've that heard, watch. but but you know, I don't watch Fox News. Okay, so you know, I might have missed something mm-hmm. there. You know, some great source of yeah information. So now, do we even take smallpox anymore? Do we even have that vaccine? I don't. I mean, it, yeah, I, we don't even have that anymore. I, it would be devastating right now. Yeah, I mean. 
there are stores, obviously, of the virus. Mm-hmm. It would be devastating if someone were to, you know, for it to be mishandled or anything. We have no natural immunity anymore. Because mm-hmm. it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. We got it's rid gone. of it. Now, what do you know about other vaccines? Meaning some of the stuff you have to take to go to school. T-PAT, T-DAP, polio, hepatitis. Sure. Well, I mean, the polio vaccine has been around for a long time. Um, I believe it was 1952. Jonas Salk created that vaccine. And I'm just going to tell you, when my grandma was a kid, she grew up in Maple Hill, Kansas. And uh, she was born in 1935. So, like, a little context there mm-hmm. one night she was really afraid when she was a kid she said her legs hurt oh boy and she was crying and deeply upset now the next day she was okay but there was the fear of polio and i mean pools would be closed public spaces would be closed parks etc and maple hill is just a tiny tiny town in kansas so they a lot of folks in the area would go to topeka for groceries and other shopping and entertainment and whatnot, people stopped doing that due to polio. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, in 1952, the um, polio vaccine from Jonas Salt came out, and it was uh, 1955 when it was licensed, and it was about 80 to 90% effective. Um, so, it, you know, I mean, we don't see a lot of naturally occurring polio anymore. Yeah. And so this has obviously been a wonderful thing. And I think that, um, you know, like uh, diphtheria and tetanus, those are toxoid vaccines, which target um, like a toxin uh, produced by the, the bacteria, the, the, or the virus. Um Those save lives. Diphtheria can kill you very quickly. Mm -hmm. And we as people now, we have, again, very little resistance to it. Mm -hmm. So. Well, I, I, what I'm getting out of this is that historically, there's always been new ways to try to have us fight diseases. Oh, yes. And, and they've all, and they've all evolved. Mm -hmm. I mean. The same smallpox thing was that Washington did is not the same if I needed to take it today or something, right? And so this is just part of being human beings that a virus or something will show up and we use our best minds and our most creativity to solve that problem. Right. And we've done that again with the COVID-19. We did right. it again. Well, and I mean, we're, we're trying to get rid of things that will kill you. Right. Very easily. And especially now when, as I said, we have very little immunity. But, you know, people a lot of times don't think about it. Every year they go get their flu yes. shot. And they think they think but, almost like we're done. Like we're so advanced that there's no diseases anymore and it has to be a fake or something like, along those lines, you know? Right. Well historically actually we've been long overdue for a pandemic uh-huh. um, I wrote my thesis 
on certain aspects of the bubonic plague um, in the 1300s. And we are long overdue. We have been long overdue. I've been talking about this for years, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And for this to now happen, people don't know how to respond. And of course, you know, people are going to be like, okay, well, you know, who is doing this to us? This is natural this is life natural. cycle. This is this is this yeah. is what it is to be alive. Right, right. There is a, a natural evolution of viruses and pandemics. Mm-hmm. Those are always going to happen. They are always going to circle through, and they're devastating because mm-hmm. we don't know how to deal with them and respond to them, especially with novel viruses such as coronavirus. Mm-hmm. We but, just have to do what we need to do right. to. protect everybody else right you mask up you know right you and you you take take the and you you take the the vaccine you take the best information right that's never exactly correct because what i mean by that is that we're just learning we're men we're learning all this stuff well i'm a woman well we're mankind humankind (laughs) womankind we're womankind we're just learning this stuff and it's amazing what we can this vaccine is an amazing scientific discovery it absolutely is this is revolutionary technology revolutionary but Somebody said something to me the other day about why do you care if somebody else gets it or not? You've had yours. Mm-hmm. You're safe. Well, A, that's not necessarily true. I mean, yes, this is remarkable what it's doing, you know, like cutting down in severity with the variants and whatnot. But you can still get it. You can still die. Yeah. And you can still transmit it to somebody else. Right. And for those who are not vaccinated, be responsible to your fellow man. Mm-hmm. You, and you kind of you got me on a trigger, if you don't sorry. mind me. Go ahead. Why do I care? Because I'm a human being. And I don't exactly. want other human beings exactly. to suffer. Right. I really would rather not that happen. I want them to be, I want other people to be happy because I'm a child of God and I believe that we're all in this together. That's why I care. Nail on the head. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And you never know just by sneezing, yeah, or coughing, by breathing. Yeah. Who you might expose and who that person then might expose. You could kill people and this is clearly happening. Mm-hmm. So now, Get this, your vaccines, please. Those of, those of us who are listening to this, those of you who are listening to this podcast, go back to the last one where we talk about pets and how we need pets. We actually need each other as well. We're pack animals. Yeah. That's why That's why you care that someone else is sick. Because we're all in this together. Well, and ideally, just from a scientific perspective, too, building up herd immunity. Let's burn this thing out. Yeah. Or not burn it out, but get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Just like we did with smallpox. Just like we did with polio. We can't eradicate this thing. What a lot of people don't don't put it together. If you pull out some money and you get a dime, on that dime is Franklin Roosevelt's face. Why is that? Because they put him on the dimes after he started an organization called the March of Dimes. 
the March of Dimes was his effort to try to get everybody together to raise money for the polio vaccine. But people don't... You should. You gotta look at a dime, and that's us. Everybody's carrying around a history of vaccinations <laughs> in their pocket. In their pocket. <laughs> and when Jonas Salk, Salks did the polio vaccine, he didn't take any patent for it. Did you know that? I, I knew that he it was licensed, but I didn't. Yeah. He said, "Well, how can I have a patent? This is just to help everybody." Right. Unfortunately, we don't have uh, pharmaceutical companies like that today. But the point is, we still have the technology mm-hmm. and so maybe that should be a new thing that those of us who really care about this and want people to get vaccines maybe we should start throwing dimes at the people who want well i <laughs> i don't know that we really should be throwing things okay, at okay. people but right, just i idea. see where you're going uh-huh. where you're going with that um yeah maybe not throw things Okay. But and and it is coming up on flu season, so get your flu shots too, people. So what I hear you from history is that there's always been diseases. Mm-hmm. We've tried to be creative and used our knowledge to try to solve them, and usually they're solved with uh, some great science and everyone working together. Yes. Okay. That's I mean, what it takes right. I don't know how in the future we're going to make this a better podcast. Is that because that's the message right now, folks? Don't. Help everybody. Do what you can for your fellow man or woman. Right, or a woman. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Oh, okay. D- did we wrap everything up? We then? wrapped it all up. thanks again for listening to i have a history question with historian sonia nizami you can submit your questions by emailing kctkradio at gmail.com or call or text at 913-735-0060I have a history question has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda, all rights reserved. For more information and content, email us at kctkradio at gmail.com.